0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Look, ball player, ball player. No watching from the side. Said that you got him next. Well, go ahead and show why. No limits in the sky. Go ahead and take your shot.
1: This one is for the city. Everybody, welcome to another version of Up Next the podcast where we tell you who's up next in youth sports. We're dealing with basketball, as is often the case. Uh, We got a very special guest today. But first, of course, I'm Jamal Murphy, and I got my co-host extraordinaire, Khalid Green, in the house. What's up, man?
2: Peace, man. Just so I'm happy to be up here. with one of the top shooters in the country, man. Who knows where he's going? He knows where he might be going. But we'll learn some more about him today.
1: That's right. That's right. We got, you know, he has time. I don't want to put too much pressure on him. He's only 2025, 20, so he, you know, he's got a, a year or a year or so to go. Uh but we're joined by a very special guest, uh class of 2025 Preston Fowler, uh currently at Brewster Academy, plays for the New Heights Lightning, has a lot of schools on his back from what I hear. Uh Preston, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So uh, let's let's get into it. Just, you know, you uh, you're obviously, you know, hot on the market in terms of recruitment right now. But tell us, you know, how it all started when like when was it that you you started this basketball journey? Like how young were you when you started playing? And then what at what age did you did you feel like I could be special uh, at this game?
3: Well, I started when I was really young. So my parents actually had a story. I wouldn't be able to stand without holding a basketball so i just it's been ever since i was young and then i really started to get really serious about basketball was when i was in like the seventh grade i just stopped playing every other sport and focus on basketball because i thought i could be really good so and that's when i started playing aau in the seventh grade
1: mm. did it, uh did basketball come to you naturally was it like you know, from the start, you you knew you had the talent or did you have to work, it on, work on it early on?
3: I would say when I was younger, uh, I would say the talent was there, but I still had to work, like, a lot harder when I was growing up because I, I was bigger than most of the kids when I was growing up. So that was, like, the only part. But other than that, like, all the other aspects of my game, I had to work on.
1: Mm.
2: Preston, I saw you um... – obviously we're in the same program but um what i didn't know about you what i heard about you was that you're a good shooter what yeah. i didn't know about you was that you're a big time competitor and i saw that against um when you guys played strive for greatness it was a big big platform and you really took center stage like what where, 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 where does that competitiveness come come from i would just say it just
3: comes from the heart because I always want to win. I want to win every game I play, obviously. But I would say just going out there, giving 100% every time you play.
1: What people, you know, like you said, you started getting serious in the seventh grade. What people do you think have been most influential in your growth since then?
3: I would just say my dad has been the most, uh, like, pushing me. Because he doesn't, like, push me way too hard, but he just – he helps with my ball handling. He drives me all my workouts, stuff like that.
1: Does he have a basketball background?
3: Uh, not really, but he is really athletic. Uh
1: huh.
0: And
2: out of like, you know, like, what is your? What do you consider your weaknesses that you have to work on? And you know, I, I think, sh- you know, shooting is one of your strengths. But what's another strength that people should know about you? I would just say toughness. I just try to play as hard as I
3: can every game. I try to get every single rebound possible. If I see the ball going off the rim, I go up and get it. So
2: yeah, people people sleep on us light skin, brown skinned dudes, man. <laughs> but but the toughness is there. Don't get it twisted. All right. All right.
1: Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> uh, you know, the summer the summertime is always big. You know, for basketball. Um, obviously, you had a a very big summer. Uh, at Peach Jam in particular, um, what did what did you take from that? Like, how do you think your summer went, and what were you going into the summer? What were you trying to accomplish, and what do you think you did accomplish?
3: I would just say going into the summer, obviously, I was trying to win Peach Jam, but I was also made a personal goal to get like college interest because I haven't previously heard from any colleges before the before the call call day. Mm-hmm. So on that day, I got like four offers. And then after that, going into like PCM, I got 10 more.
1: Oh, wow. So so who have you heard from uh, school-wise?
3: Uh, well, offers, I have the top ones. I have Wake Forest, Oklahoma State, and Penn State. Those are the three power five. And then other schools I've heard from, Villanova, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Xavier, Providence, St. John's, and Georgetown and Marquette.
1: All right. Well, you, you got some Power Sixes in, in basketball for sure. The, don't don't sleep on the Big East Conference. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> yeah. that's the conference I grew up on, man. Don't hurt me like
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Neptune, you better stop playing. Better come get this boy. <laughs> Villanova. <laughs> what
1: what's what schools have been the most active in terms of uh, reaching out to you? Like, who reached out to you first, and and w- what schools are the ones that really hit you up?
3: The schools that have really hit me up, I would say Wake Forest, they saw me down at Philly Live with my old high school. They've they've reached out to me a bunch. They reach out to me all the time. I'm actually going on a visit there next week.
1: And as far as schools, what, what do you look for? I mean you sound you sound like you know an intelligent kid. Um what do you look for? Not just not just on the court, but academically, socially, like what are you looking for in a school?
0: I would just
3: look for people to like push me to the, my best abilities, like teach me anything I can that I don't have already.
2: Preston, what's the um, biggest difference? You you had a prep school now, big time prep school. What's the biggest difference between playing where you were in your high school for the last c- couple of years and you know, where you are now Brewster? I would just say the level of competition. That's one of the reasons I switched over because
3: playing against guys that, like, don't really have that many D1 offers versus everybody on the team having D1 offers and everybody I'm playing against maybe being a potential NBA pick. So I would say that's a big part of it.
1: Have you got you guys have started practice already at Brewster?
3: No, no, not yet Until October.
1: OK, so so let's say from the end of Peace Jam to now. You know, what's been, you know, like you said, you got, you started to get all this this attention from schools. From the end of Peace Jam to now, what's been like your your regimen, your workout regimen? What have you tried to improve on going into this school year?
3: I've just tried to improve my ball handling because I'm not usually the one on the team to be handling the ball 24-7. So I would just, I'm trying to be one of the main guys. So I just work on my ball handling. That's the only other piece that I need.
2: And um, out of guys that you watch in, in in the NBA, who is somebody that, you know, you try to resemble your game after? I would say like
3: KD shooting and Giannis is like playing hard because he's like a really com- good competitor. And, Jan- um, and KD, he just shoots the ball and he knows how to score the ball.
1: And how would you describe your game as it is right now? um no if someone who hasn't seen you play i
3: would just say like i'm a versatile shooter because i could like do a little bit of everything i could shoot the ball i could dunk i could pretty much i could play defense too so i grabbed the rebounds too
1: and and last last for me how old are you now
3: i'm 17.
1: so you're 17 let's say in in five years you'd be 22 right five years from now the seventeen-year-old Preston Fowler. Where do you see yourself at age? Tw- where do you see where do you see yourself being at, at age twenty-two? And I mean, what, you, what are you going to be doing at that time?
3: Hopefully, the NBA. The NBA is always the goal. So,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I just want to play
2: basketball.
1: Nah, good stuff. And and when you
2: were, I, I got to hear this one. When you were on your way to to the strive to strive strive for greatness game, and when you were on your way to the Cooper Flag game, what was on your playlist? <laughs> I was
3: listening to Scissor.
2: Okay. <laughs> you
3: listen to Scissor? Yeah, I like like the slowed down music. I don't like all the fast drill stuff. Okay, okay.
1: Uh, well it allows you to just get focused, I guess. The slow yeah. slower music.
2: Yeah. Okay. I gotta try that, man. I haven't tried that, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a two-on-two two tomorrow. i us see if that works, all right?
1: all right <laughs> be careful don't hurt nothing man don't, hurt <laughs> right. nothing. Don't, don't, don't pull the don't pull the achilles you know what
2: absolutely I'm not
1: <laughs> no doubt. well yo thanks thanks a lot man thanks a lot uh for joining us this is this has of course been preston fowler brewster academy new heights lightning got all kind of schools uh going after him including penn state wake forest villanova etc etc uh Watch out for his game. He's improving every year. We'll be watching you, and good luck with everything, man.
3: Thank you. I appreciate you.
1: Thank All you, right. Preston. Peace.
3: See you.
1: All right, that was a good one, um, Preston Fowler. You, you saw a lot of him at new heights. Uh, what what, is, what about his game? Do you like, and where do you see him progressing as as the years go on?
2: I like the fact that he could he could straight up shoot the ball. Like his mm. range is is for real. What i didn't know about him which I, I mentioned earlier he's a competitor so when the lights are bright he's going to show up um and that's something i always credit big time players for mm-hmm. um, they don't run from the lights and he embraces it um, he will take the big shots and um and he's probably a, he, he seems like a very low maintenance kid off the court which is what more, more college coaches are looking for nowadays. So he's going to be a great pickup for anybody that, um, um, you know, manages to get him on campus. He,
1: he's of course, uh, like we said, he's, he's going to Brewster Academy, big time prep school. Um, he's from Connecticut originally, I think. So, but I want to ask you, man, you know, got this past, this past summer, especially man, the New York city players seem like there was a mass exodus, uh, to prep schools or wherever, you know, T- tell me what your thoughts are now. I mean, you know, you're a, you're a NYC stalwart, uh, you know, Bishop Lachlan. You've been around. He's seen it all. What, what yeah. do you think about the current state of uh, of New York City basketball right now?
2: I mean, it one, it shows that there's obviously a market of talent um, that people all over love, you know. Um, so I think to, to give credit to New York, um, the talent is still here. The talent is going to keep coming. But the problem is, I don't think we have the facilities anymore, nor the uh, bulk of coaches we need to keep the kids here at, at the rate that we need to. Um, you know, there's all types of, you know, there's IMG that pretty much has it all at their facility. I'm, you know, and I don't, this is not breaking news, but I'm going to break the news. I'm, I'm now at OTE. Mm -hmm. overtime elite and and we have a plethora of of things to offer kids that are elite at a high level um and want to play um and there's other institutions and then there's the you know g league ignite so there's so much going on that and unfortunately it i say now like the high school you know new york city and not just new york city but High schools in inner cities now are like the new JB. You know, um, at a certain point, an, an elite player more than likely is gonna graduate and want more after being exposed to more, being exposed to more on the national scene. You know, they they yeah. see things and they're around things. And after a while, they want more of that because they know their competition is getting some of that. Um, and, you know, it's a competitive field. and nobody wants to be left behind and (laughs) that's just what it is so um you know if anything we need to put more money into some of these institutions that are here in new york and 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 provide more for these young men and young ladies
1: yeah so almost like you know we shouldn't you know like you said it's not just nyc uh it's all over and we probably shouldn't even look at it as a bad thing right i mean it's just it's just Kids wanting to, you know, the the type, you know, the high level kids are going are now taking it nationally, or even internationally. Listen,
2: um, um, it's it's as simple as this: if there, if there right. is if there is a a talent that is a singer, right, at a school, at a certain point, and she's blowing everybody away in church, and she's you know people think she's the next Whitney Houston somebody's going to take notice that loves her and cares for her and try to get her in a better situation where she can um, magnify her talent. And usually that means putting her around people that are experts. And that's all this is. These, you know, these kids want to be around more professional environments. If they think they're profession- going to be professional.
1: Yeah. And like you said, the, the facilities gives kids an opportunity. You know, they, they can wake up, in the morning and work out at a, a top notch facility you Fact. know stuff like that twice so, a day yeah they
2: come with nutritionists they right. come with um trainers right um they come with uh you know modern day weight rooms that nba players are using like mm. so this this is not anything to sneeze at um so if anything the competition the institutional competition needs to be raised um, more than anything. And right. that comes from some of the, you know, principals and, you know, anybody that's in charge of these schools nowadays, you take heed because you're going to keep losing talent.
1: Yeah. And I don't even think you can compete really. I mean, you know, the budgets, the city budgets, right. the right. state budgets, you can't compete with, with these programs who are straight up, you know, sh- you know, pr- able to provide, like, like you said, I was thinking college campus, but it's like NBA level. NBA level. I mean, I, I
2: overtime elite facility is an nba level uh facility i worked in the nba for nine years and i was in you know the brooklyn nets had probably the best facility if not top five in the whole country as far as nba franchises and i'm telling you straight up ote's facility is up there if not better than the nets facility so this is what these kids are watching these this is what these kids are hearing about when their other teammates go and play um and this is the landscape as it is
1: yeah man so <clears throat> i'm sure we'll talk about this topic and related topics uh as we move on in, in later episodes but this was great uh preston fowler thanks again for joining us keep an eye out for him he's already been recruited by everybody Um, And whoever's not, will jump in, I'm sure, at the last minute. Um, Thanks to all the listeners for listening. Uh, Stick with us. We're back at it again. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Check us out on social media, at UpNextPod, on Instagram, at UpNext underscore pod, on Twitter, or X. I think they're calling it X now. Yeah, Uh, X. X. Um, And, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, UpNextPod. Uh, up next podcast uh and you know you'll see all the video of the uh of the kids that we're interviewing yeah and go get
2: go purchase the book free game and um go to my instagram page free game.7 but you can purchase free game up on amazon um and we'll be back next week right
1: Jack yeah yeah we'll be back next week with another guest Um, that you that you know either you've heard of or you need to hear of. so Thanks. stay locked in up next alright see you let's show
0: them how we rock coaches used to call my phone what you doing just got home practice make them perfect perfect timing put me in my zone 2, 3, 32 33 like birdie 2 time to put on for your city when they never heard of you ball player ain't Ain't no watching from the side, uh, picking up them pieces, ain't no limits in the sky uh, Said you got up next, well, gon' go to show why uh, One, two, that's a three, now take your shotball players. Bishop blacklin, purple and gold, that's a flex uh, collie green, got me a scally for he left uh, Joe Cash, something like dollars on the check uh, They had in, I got now, now guess who next? Uh,